0: What is it that I'm, you were? Uh, what is it that you were eating right there, so, Tyler? Because it was now just for the the listeners out there. Of course, they couldn't see. Um, we're, we're in here Sunday for the recap show. No Smitty today. Tyler comes on. He's eating something. Uh, he's got a fork that he, and he's eating something small out of a jar. I guess olives but i don't think that was the the thing and then you were complimenting it with something else that looked like a goldfish but you said no yeah. to that too this so is i'm a confused common snack
1: for me this is a very common snack for me so it is it was olives green olives oh okay all right yeah to be specific early california reduced sodium mm, pimento. sodium
0: sodium levels low
1: well listen they're already so salty as is like, sure. you don't need more salt on top like keep the extra salt out so it's not no it's reduced Sodium. Of course. Okay, So for our listeners like Yvonne overseas, trust me, in America, that's still very very salty. Okay, it's still very salty. Of course. So we go early California olives with uh, fresh cut deli cheese, as we talked about last week. Fresh
0: fresh cut cheese.
1: Yep, yep. Fresh (laughs) cut cheese. Uh, Now this week, I I mixed it up. I usually go Wisconsin yellow cheddar. That's like Mm. my go-to. Today... I went Vermont. Yellow Ooh, cheddar.
0: Vermont cheddar. Would you like to hear the verdict? Yeah, give me the verdict. All right,
1: so... so my guess Wisconsin- is that the,
0: the people in Wisconsin just do it better. That's my guess.
1: That's, has, that's been my experience, but it's small sample size. We always talk about sample size, a small sample size, but sure. so far, I like the Wisconsin better. I would rate the Wisconsin cheddar like a 9.6. Like a they know how to do cheese. V- I would rate the Vermont cheddar an 8.9. They so know still how to good, do cheese. still good, but the the Wisconsin I think has the Wisconsin had a better texture. I think I didn't even texture. know
0: that they did cheese up in Vermont. I really thought cheese Ooh, was just strictly yes, a Midwest yes. thing. You know, no Vermont, Vermont,
1: uh, yeah, delicious. Shout out to
0: all the what? What do they call? What's the the word for for people that live in Vermont? Vermontans, Vermontians, Vermontans. I'll look it up. Ver, ver, yes. ver Vermonts. Um, well, speaking of Wisconsin, by the way. I know you and I were riding Wisconsin Moneyline there, and oh boy, did we need every oh, minute for that one. Vermonters. To hit. Vermonters. That sounds Vermonters, funny. Vermonters, yes. <laughs> Those who Vermont. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. How about, how about that? Shout out to all our Vermonters out there. I know we have many. Yes. Um, who are we riding? Yeah, we were riding, we were riding mm. Wisconsin Moneyline. It's brought up Wisconsin Cheese. <laughs> what, a, what a comeback by the Badgers Woo. to win last second, bring home a bet for for the fellas. Um, Now, certainly not the most marquee game, so we shouldn't lead with that. We really should be leading with the Ohio State-Penn State game.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, Now tell me, have you changed your mind on Ohio State? Are they here to stay? Because I haven't necessarily put them now back because they beat James Franklin and Penn State. But let me tell you, man, Penn State was good before that game. So I think they answered a lot of questions. Are we ready to say, okay, they're back to where they were? I'm not so sure, but that was a huge huge test that they did they answered
0: huge i mean look ohio state clearly has the best resume out there i'm willing to admit that they've they're undefeated um and i here's here's what i took away from it um what the most impressed i've i've been with ohio state all season long i thought this was their best game um uh, you know i'm still i still don't know now looking back on it like watching that that penn state team this is the same. I mean, this is just who Penn State is under James Franklin. It's the same mm-hmm. team every year. They can't get over the hump with Ohio State. I was ready State. to think otherwise. I was ready so, to think otherwise. I don't Yeah, I was, yeah, I was to too. On. I really thought like, hey, I think this might be like their best team. You know, they make me nervous, blah, blah, blah. Um, but they just – they completely – I mean, the offense was horrific from Penn State. So – you know, and, I, and again, I don't actually know now watching how they played, how their defense played against Ohio State and how, what we've seen out of Ohio State's offense all year long. I'm starting to wonder if Ohio or if Penn State's incredible defense isn't now all that great either. Oh, and so, stop
1: it. Well, no, no, no look, here's what I'll against, say. Don't look, look, they came they, up against Ohio State. Yes. I think that's a bit of an overreaction. Yeah, that's fair. You, but,
0: you, you're too hard on James Franklin. No, I, well, I don't like James Franklin, so that's why. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a fan of Frames Franklin. But what uh, I will say is what made me nervous as a Michigan fan watching Penn State play – or, excuse me, watching Ohio State play is that Ryan Day – I mean, it took him like half the season to figure out we have to throw to Marvin Harrison like 10, 15 <laughs> times a game. Like the early would have taken on the that me about one quarter in NCAA the football game. He when was that getting comes like out, four uh, yeah. targets a game earlier in the mm, year, and I was like, "What are yeah. they doing?" He finally They're figured it out, him, and man. guess what? It works really well, and that scares me. Um, I, the, they ran the ball better than I thought they would. It still wasn't incredible running the ball, but it was solid. Um, I can't, you know, uh, Kyle McCord still not incredible, but. They got the job done, and the, the Ohio State defense is very impressive. But then again, I don't. I'm. I'm just wondering if the Penn State offense was overhyped to begin with, because they looked pretty bad. I mean, like Drew Allard had a horrible the, game. He even said after that I pa- sucked. A lot of this was part of our handicap, right? right? We said
1: last week breaking these down that we weren't sure if either team was going to be able to really move the football, or really right. score throughout the throughout the the course of the season. Both these defenses have really proven to be. Elite. I mean, top 10 in a yeah. lot of metrics. So that's kind of what we thought would happen. Ohio State pulled away. Look, I think in terms of our breakdown, that game did go kind of similar to how we thought. Now, the spread, you know, different things like that, I'm not so sure.
0: But neither of us had a – you wanted me to take the bet board. You wanted me to take – No, I mean, I even told you I was nervous about it. And and pre-kickoff, again, it's, it's always easy to do this. Pre-kickoff, I was thinking to myself, I, I feel like Ohio State's going to – going to win this one, you know, and cover. But, again, I, I still bet with, with what my pick was uh, personally and lost that. But, um, yeah, look, I, I was very impressed with Ohio State and very underwhelmed with, with Penn State. Um, I yeah. hit my last note for the game, and I tweeted about it, and lots of people were tweeting about it, um, fully had enough of Gus, Gus Johnson giving uh, Marvin Harrison the Maserati Marv nickname and saying it 42 times a game. Um, it's a, it's a fine (laughs) nickname. It's not a bad nickname, but he would not shut the fuck up. And it was like, my ears were bleeding every time they threw at him. Maserati Marv, like enough Gus Johnson. And you can't just give a guy a nickname like that. Like no one had called him that before it's week eight. And we're just now giving him a nickname, and it's, and who even knows if Marvin? If I, it makes me wonder, if, sounds like a sour Michigan fan over there to me. No, I just really again, I, yeah. Marvin Harrison's incredible, and I don't think it's a bad nickname. But it was so annoying on the broadcast. Sometimes, yeah, it's true, it's true. Sure. But yeah. it made me wonder if. Do you think that this is a nickname that like maybe Marvin Harrison and his team cooked up, and they went to Gus and were like, "Hey, <laughs> can you know. can you push this <laughs> no. on the? Or do you think no. Gus just came over with it no. himself? no 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 and we landed on the moon
1: okay will (laughs) no
0: (laughs) i mean it would be if you were gonna try to get a nickname out there that's the way to do it go to gus johnson be like hey can you can you pump this on the broadcast you know Mm -hmm. but um no look i mean he had a huge he had like like uh, 120 yards couple touchdowns like incredible game from from uh, Marvin Harrison. By the way, they also called him Marvelous Marv and I kind of like that better just personally, but um, you know. Look, to- to- total yards 365 to 240 Ohio State. Yeah. They had
1: seven more first downs, 22 to 15. Se- look, neither team really ran the ball. 79 rushing yards for Ohio State, 49 right. for Penn State. It was a very close game, <laughs> you know. For it was Penn
0: State. And then that they basically came on almost all that came on like Two big runs on one drive, too. So yeah,
1: each team each team had 1.9 yards per rush. So That's overall, so bad. not a great offensive
0: showing. No. Yet. But again, but here's what, I mean a win is a
1: win. But both teams have shown to have a great defense. I would argue in this era of football, you need to be able to turn it on offensively to win the big games late. 100%. Right now you look at the advanced stats. It's so it's so common. Every year, the top twenty teams, you look at the offensive, defensive rankings. I'm talking overall top 20 in advanced stats. Like, the FEI is one of them I talk about all the time. All the time, the top 20 teams have, like, so many top 10, top 20 offenses in there, right? Right. But yep. you're going to get all these defenses that are like 45, 65. It doesn't, you don't have to have a top 10 defense to win today, but you do have to have an elite offense, I believe, to win big games late. It's kind of switched. I don't think defense wins championships anymore as much as it used to. So for these teams, Agreed. I think they're going to be up against it when they come up against either, you know other teams like Michigan, even Alabama all put in there, Georgia, who can move the football. Right. Uh, it, it, they're going to be up against it.
0: Yeah, you got – I mean, you're 100% right because now it used to be the dominant defense, but now, like, we've seen in the playoffs the last, like, five or six years, like, really good defenses get exposed in big games. Right. and right. And you can scheme up a way to score on them. So, yeah, you have to have the offense. So, it's concerning. But here, I will say this because, again, like, ultimately, it's a, it was a gutty win for Ohio State. Was it pretty? No. Um. But they're undefeated and they have the, by far the best resume. And, ultimately, like, you have to remember in the world of college football, like – Ultimately, the name of the game is just to win. I mean, look at Oklahoma barely escape with their lives against Central Florida, um, but ultimately they get the win, so they get to keep keep on going. Look at North Carolina got taken down by Virginia at home. Yeah. So, yeah. like any, you can lose on any day in in college football, especially. Well, you know what happened. Are, you know what? what
1: happened. Mac Brown didn't get his his appetizer. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't right? He do didn't this. get his. <laughs> Mac Brown. He was not nourished going That's, into that
0: game. You could tell he was distracted. I, I think know, it was just... more likely the players that looked malnourished than him, but um well, I mean look that like that's yeah, a bad... hey, we're, we're speculating. We're all speculating. We're very uh, here, yes. here, here's Ohio
1: State's end of the year schedule. So they go at Wisconsin, at Rutgers, home against Michigan State, home
0: against Minnesota, at, at Michigan. At Michigan, yep. And that's gonna mm-hmm. be a big one. And let me tell you too, here's the nightmare I like scenario. that Michigan hat you're wearing today, by the way. Thank it's you, nice it's, new. Hat.
1: it's new. It's yeah, new. I like it.
0: Um it's like a Classy. it's kind of like a nylon top, so it like it's cooler it wicks moisture a little better um it oh, wicks it wicks moisture it wicks it, yeah that that's a word that's become popular in the in the world of apparel as of late i don't really know what that <laughs> I means know. i mean i do know what it means but i don't know why how it came out like oh it wicks moisture so um, you're
1: in so many more worlds than i'm in these days i'm in a in couple wicks of, moisture uh, yeah, you're, you're in, in the the a f- few world. more worlds yep yeah you're in the social media world you're sure. in the uh We got to get you out of here. I'm in the green uh... olive
0: world, though. I'm in the green olive world. (laughs) Oh, see, I'm in the green olive world, too. You know what? Because I (laughs) forgot. I'm glad you brought that up again because I was going to (laughs) say the green olives you need, dude. You gotta yes. get. They have these at King Supers. I know you shop there. Um, yes. You gotta, You gotta go into the. It's not on the aisle where you find the jarred ones. You gotta go to like the deli aisle where they have like some fancy. Oh, I love items that you don't find where they really are. You gotta go to the other spot. Well, I love the, it's because they're, well. they're not jarred. They're not jarred. They're refrigerated. Well. That right. So they're they're on they're in their own little special thing. But are they pimento? Um, are they pimento? No, they're stuffed blue cheese and they're incredible. Mm, so Murray's okay. is the brand. If, I, okay. I I know some of our listeners will know Murray's out there because Murray's make a lot of good stuff like this is where if you go to this section of the grocery store this is where you're going to make a fancy fuck charcuterie board right so you get some <laughs> murray's you get some murray's green olives uh blue the blue cheese stuff ones especially are they'll they'll melt your brain if you're a green olive guy i promise
1: i mean i'll give it a shot but i do like the pimento anyway, i will say yeah, that's what i
0: that's what i go with they cut they come at a premium though like that that jar that you're eating there out of couldn't have yes. been more than a couple bucks right um, no, a couple bucks the the, the a little box of Murray's blue cheese stuffed olives, which has like half the amount that's in that jar, is like seven or eight dollars. Well, but you're living so the good. So
1: you don't know what it's like for the <laughs> a, for for me and the average no, uh, person no, no, out no, there. No. You know, the average I Joe. I am out the there.
0: I am the average Joe. I'm a man <laughs> of the people. I just I selectively spend a lot on olives. Okay,
1: no, no I'm into it. You know what I spend on a couple of things. I will always spend on toilet paper, of course. I sp- I spend on eggs. Classy. I get the nice eggs. Yes. I get I get a couple of things that I that I do Classy. spend on. You got to
0: do it on certain things yeah yeah definitely okay. but
1: but you also you also figure out where you can get the the store brand stuff that, that, that there's definitely of course you know that that definitely has its place so speaking know, of
0: uh of store brand um yes. is texas a store brand team i mean again another team that barely escaped with their lives they they beat houston a new game we
1: have store brand or or, store generic? Brand
0: or no well store brand <laughs> is is generic it's right, store it brand generic, or right, brand so. name store brand or right, brand name so. so. <laughs> So, um, but see, I don't know what the brand name equivalent will be. I don't know that even Oklahoma is the brand name, Oklahoma uh, yeah, or, or, or the brand name either. of the, maybe they are the brand name of the big 12 right now. But like, again, back to, back to my point about just be happy getting a win. Texas escaped with a win on the road at Houston. Got very lucky there with a horrible spot from the ref slate. Holgerson was losing his shit. Everybody knew it was a bad call um that but again ultimately you escape with a win and uh survive in advance that's the whole name of the but game this is my point with all these teams you know
1: whether you're texas or washington state or wisconsin or yep. army i don't care you're gonna have ups you're gonna have downs yes we don't need to overreact based on one game and you know what we all do mm. we all react based on our money games you know, sure if we happen to bet on air Force this week then we're gonna overreact on air Force that week if we happen to take the to, to take the over on san Jose state and they don't cover well now their quarterback sucks you know it's just, so i feel like we're following that a lot you know uh, hardcore fans which there are a lot of hardcore fans out there they watch oh, all yeah. the games and, and and they you know have their opinions but It's just interesting to see how people get up and down with this stuff, but don't overreact. It's only one week. All these teams are going to have their ups and downs. Yep, and uh, they're gearing up for the most important games. You just don't want to lose. You just want to lose. Look at
0: Washington. They were twenty-two point favorites or more than that, even at home against Arizona State, and they barely escaped with a win. Now, apparently, Michael Penix got hurt in the Oregon game last week. And so uh, the rumor are the rumors are that he's nursing a rib injury, and he certainly looked limited. He didn't look like himself at all. But again, you're right. I mean, like, there's going to be bad weeks, so don't overreact. Ultimately, Washington gets the win and moves on. There was just a lot of that this week. Uh, now, a lot let's, of teams... let's talk
1: about quick, quick little side detour, you know, a little, like, okay. path to the left quickly. Sure. Potential upset spot next week. You talk about down spots in the season and areas to look for those teams. Ohio State coming off that Penn State going on the road at Wisconsin. Trap game. Trap yeah, game against a, Luke Fickle, an Ohio State guy. He knows the five thirty NB well that's mountain time. So seven thirty Eastern Night NBC. Game, that's that's gonna be really interesting. So keep your eye on that. That could be a down spot for the for the Buckeyes.
0: Could definitely be a very trappish game. And I think they I think the early line on that is like fifteen points, something like that. So uh, a lot of road points to be going uh at uh, at um, Camp Randall, which is not an easy and, place
1: uh, to play, their quarterback uh, Tanner Mordecai. Oh no, he's going to be out he, for a little bit. That's yeah, right. he's out. He didn't yeah, play. He, he surgery. He didn't play yeah. in the game
0: uh, on Saturday. No, either, but that was so. part of the handicap. We we yeah. thought
1: that freshman. Look, that freshman looked good for Wisconsin. Should we just talk we about that quickly? Sure. About that game because I thought he really commanded. You know what he needed to late in the game. Now he looked like any freshman's going to look early in that game, but there Dude, were all different he kinds was of driving. situations. He was really. I he mean, he was good.
0: dealing late he
1: looked comfortable he looked like that that kind of quarterback that over the course of a couple of years if he gets his time you know yep. he's going to be really reliable but uh, interesting game you know up and down back and forth you know you got to give it also to Illinois and look that that was up and down for a while like we I faded Illinois for a reason and like we do, we've always talked about you have to handicap your handicap that was not accurate for what I thought was going to happen. I mean, Illinois really had a, a good game plan for a lot of... Sure. Like, I look at right now ESPN's win probability. It was down to 92.1% yeah, Illinois. It was looking in, real grim In, in there the fourth late. quarter. And, and can I say this too? Have you noticed that ESPN has updated their win probability? I never really I don't look. know if you noticed it. No. It's a lot better now than it used to be. Because I can compare it to other things, and it used to be ridiculous. And for a re- for a while... I think ESPN just had old info, so mm-hmm. just like they didn't know the teams come back more offense so was more prevalent. But it's, it's good now. It's, it's a lot more accurate. And yeah, Illinois was at one point 91, 92, 92% to win that game. But yeah. Wisconsin looked good. Uh, Locke was uh, 21 of 41, 240 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, they but like 10 a lot of those of
0: completions were like on the last drive. That's the crazy part. Look, they look they did what they needed to do to
1: win, got yep. 18 points in the fourth quarter unanswered, 18 to 7 in the second half. Total yards, very close. Uh, Wisconsin now gained them 379 to 323, but here's the difference. On the ground, Illinois finally getting it going, and this is what I thought they should have been doing all year long. That's why when we saw Illinois, Brett Bealima, these early game plans, these schemes where they wanted to come out and throw the ball in the spread, I'm like, what are they doing? Run the football. That's what you have an offensive line for. This mm-hmm. game they got back to it. They ran it for 223 compared to 139 for 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 uh, Wisconsin. Again, 223 on the ground to 139 in the air though. Wisconsin threw it for 240. Illinois 100 yards through the air. So. Uh, I I thought it was a clear cut what each team could do well over the course of it though. Badgers get it eighteen no in the uh, fourth quarter and get our cover. How about that? Will they we get love our, it? Backdoor cover.
0: Another uh, another team that got a late cover after a horrible first half. The Alabama Crimson Tide. They were down twenty to seven at halftime. They were getting outplayed by Tennessee completely. They come out in the second half and score twenty seven unanswered. They win the game and cover easily. Yeah, there was a scoop and score late. But even still, um, just impressive win, g- uh, gutsy win for Alabama at home, especially being down. Like when it was halftime, I was going halftime, and they were down 27. I remember thinking, like, I don't know if Alabama's cut out for this. And then again, I guess it was, this was the fourth time this season. I don't know how I didn't, I didn't pay attention to this. I wasn't aware of this. But this was the fourth game this season and Alabama was down at half. Wow. And, so, and they only have one loss. Okay. So
1: maybe we need to come up with a new game. Uh, Phoney or Baloney? In, well, and those Bologna are the same
0: be No, because phony baloney is phony. That's the whole point. They're phony
1: baloney. Right, right, right. So I don't know. Maybe we maybe we'll come up with the game, right? But it's do you buy it or not? Nick Saban post game saying how much he loves this team. How yeah, they get down, but I love their spirit. <laughs> One of my favorite teams to ever coach. I'm like. Didn't you love going undefeated, dominating every team, dominating <laughs> actually, the second-best team in the country by seven? Wasn't that I kind of like, believe it. Do you buy it or not?
0: Yeah? I, I actually do because I feel like in those undefeated years, he's like – he seems happier now than when, like in the game, in the games where they're dominating people, he's like even more furious for but some reason. But isn't that just due to maturity and he's getting older and appreciating yeah, he's it more? He's been mature the whole time. He's like fucking seventy-five years old. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't a baby when he started there.
1: But, <laughs> but now he's no doubt in the conversation. Like he's above Bear Bryant. He's he's undoubtedly right. the best college coach. Well, he's. Arguably the he best is. college coach of all time. Oh, right? I think so, he is, yeah. B- but back when he used to do that, it's like it's like Brian Kelly. Remember when he used to freak out? So you get to that point and you kinda of stop it's doing true. that. So maybe that's a little bit of it too,
0: is he's like, you know what? I'm Nick Saban these days. Or I think you it's like i am I'm gonna. It's like a real team that he can coach. Like he can actually get more out of these guys, whereas like the perfect teams, it's more just like screaming mm. at the one mistake that happens so throughout he the can whole get game. Get every ounce out of it, like like a fresh orange when you're making orange juice. Look, well, like if you're yes, or if you're like an incredible mm. carpenter, you might mm-hmm. actually like the challenge of like building something from scrap wood more than having like everything be perfect and you're just you know you're sanding well, look, it to be super look, smooth. Look. If you're whittling a, let's see, what should I whittle out of a
1: piece of wood? What would you have me whittle? A, like a, an animal? Mm-hmm. A
0: golf tee. I want a
1: homemade a golf, golf tee. See, w- the golf tee's in the wood. You just gotta find it, right? You just gotta mm. find it in the wood. That's exactly. how. That's how that works.
0: Exactly. You know? But big win for Alabama. Rivalry win. If tough you loss and I, for and, if you,
1: I, and Ryan, if, if if us, if you, me, and Ryan were carpenters,
0: uh-huh. who do you think would have the best carpentry? hand and eye and touch i'm not not even gonna brag here i think it would be me so oh, i come on well look i loved woodshop class we all, t- we all i think you took it too in middle school remember we all yes we all took woodshop yes. at one point i was kind of good at it and then even um like at my my previous job i worked with my hands a lot i enjoy that stuff i think i i think i could do that i think so maybe we should have a challenge where we all we have should. to we all have it's to make something off. Yeah, build off. Yeah, like a birdhouse or something, and see who can make yeah. the elite birdhouse. Oh, I'm not going. So I think I would do it. well. I am so into I'm, it. Let's have you ever it. used a? When was the last time you used a power
1: tool, Tyler? Well, I, honestly, Allie has a couple around here that I use. There's one. One. One's pink. She has this little pink one <laughs> that works, and I have one that I that uh, I have one that needs batteries. But look around the house. You need power tools, right? So I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to actually fan ignorance here. I've used my share of power tools because stuff breaks down. I would say we're at an average now. We we went like a good while without anything happening. But Mm -hmm. once stuff starts happening, then something else happens and something else happens. But I'm not going to act like I'm uh, Tim the Tool Man. For sure. our old school audience, but I'm also not going to act
0: like I've never used the power tool in my life. So okay. I'm in the middle, right? Okay. I'm medium rare for that kind of a thing. Medium rare, I think. Yeah. I, I think I'd have a good chance of competing, but you know what? We're gonna have to find out. So we um,
1: I've surprised you with a lot of
0: things. Very right? true. I've very supr- true. Yes. yes. Very true. Um, okay. How about how about Utah taking down USC? <laughs> Utah? Um, how about tur- It <laughs> Turns out that the Utah Utes. Is Caleb Williams Kryptonite? I mean, he he's zero three against them now. Um, yeah. They they were they were up and then they were down late. They get a comeback and the the pig farmer. Did you see the quote from Kyle Whittingham about no. their backup <laughs> quarterback? So first of all, the, he announced after the game, Cam Rising, they're redshirting him. He's not going to play the whole yeah, year. Big same, surprise. Same, we talked about that exactly four days ago. Right. So, um, but the the backup quarterback. I'm going to eat, eat playing, green olive while you talk about this. Okay, fair enough. Um, the uh, the backup quarterback that was playing for Utah, his name is uh, Bryson Barnes. He, had, he was all guts, right? Didn't play a perfect game. He threw a pick six late that let SC get back in there. But then on that last drive, how about that run play, that gutsy run play with like five seconds left to get them into field goal range to kick the, the game-winning field goal? Afterwards, Kyle Whittingham gave an incredible quote. He goes, yeah, look – they have a Heisman winner, so you're, they're they're going to be able to do lots of things. But we have a pig farmer at quarterback. Apparently, <laughs> apparently he came from a pig farm. So um, it it is the perfect example of the difference between USC and Utah. Utah has gritty carpenter folks, you know, and mm-hmm. sc has got guys driving BMWs with with you know fancy shoes and shit, and they're very talented, but they're not getting the most out of them. Unlike Utah, where they squeeze every last every last pig bit farmers. of talent out of their players. So a uh, massive win for utah and don't look i mean don't look now utah is very much even without uh without cam rising very much in the discussion now for being able to compete for the pac 12 championship again i mean you gotta like i feel like i definitely was in the group of people even though i love kyle Whittingham, respect that program i wrote them off having the backup quarterback situation not having cam rising and i and i it's i gotta put my hand up and say i um, my bad i totally wrote him off no, they looked great that game. That what a what a quarterback. What a
1: I mean, that Barnes kid is going to do a lot for him this year. He's that's right. They just needed to land on a quarterback and move forward. They didn't know what they were doing there for a couple of weeks. It was back right. and forth. They thought they were going to run some two quarterback system, maybe a primary rush offense, but they looked really good. And I think that USC, you know. Lincoln Riley needs that rush offense, or he's not himself. They ran the ball for 145 yards, gave up 250. That's not USC football. So we all think of Oklahoma, uh, uh, Caleb Williams, this offense. It's like they need to run the football. They didn't do that. So it was a great game, a lot of fun. One turnover each, very close. But at the end, Utah gets to win on the road. Imagine if that was in Utah. I mean, give me a break with that spread. I think that was a very, very good game, great game plan. And let me tell you something else. You look at the sidelines – I will say, all television first team coach is Kyle Whittingham. Oh, big the time! The dude looks like he can just like walk into a bar, take three shots of, of the hardest whiskey, and just fight and whoever wants to go his ass. Head. Yes, Bro, he's the, he's the he's grittiest so, motherfucker oh out there. Oh my god, he looks! I, I I he just looks ready to go. And you get doofus little dweeby <laughs> uh, Lincoln Riley over there. You know, <laughs> waddling around the sideline arguing—it's like exactly, no exactly, dude. It, it's
0: such a—it's oh, pig farmers versus versus commercial <laughs> actors. Is. That's it literally is. what it is. Like, <laughs> so and you're so right, it man. Is. Whittingham is the grittiest, toughest. Like, you're right. I like. It, I think if you had a a a 64 team March Madness style bracket of coaches and they're fighting each other like to the death. Kyle uh, Whittingham is, is making a run. He's making, yeah. He's a he's a one seed and he's making a run. Who are the other one seeds? Uh, well, you'd have to look at the guys that are like big and jacked too. You like, know
1: what? Let's give ourselves a little bit of uh, leeway here. Let's come on Wednesday. This with is a great idea. Playoff four of coaches in the in the octagon, maybe Not the even ring. eight. We're t- maybe we're even talking elite Okay, eight. But, we're ta- but we're talking but we're talking the four ounce gloves or whatever okay. they use the four ounce and eight ounce gloves, whatever they use in the uh, in the UFC. That's what we're talking. Not the yeah, big yeah. boxing gloves. Yeah, it's a Octagon, UFC fight. It's full, a yeah. full UFC yeah. fight. Okay, that's taking? a great right, idea. So we'll do that for yes. Wednesday.
0: But Whittingham is definitely definitely in that category. <laughs> Tough motherfucker. So, um, But, yeah, yeah, but I no mean,
1: Coach O. Coach O's out of, out of work, so you can't bring him in, Will. Oh, that's you such a shame. No, you can't bring no, him in.
0: But he'll be there in the front row cheering people on, I tell you what. Um, how about uh, Ole Miss getting, a, uh, getting, getting the cover against Auburn, too? Dangerous spot playing on the road. But don't look out now. Ole Miss... 6-1, and one. yeah, they have the loss to oh, Alabama, so they're going to need some help. Uh, they're going to need some help with Alabama getting a loss for them to get to the SEC championship game. But I'm telling you, Ole Miss is a sleeper team to make the SEC championship if Alabama were to slip up. You just want to cut that so we can send it to Lane
1: Kiffin and try and get on his good side if they make I it. I mean,
0: I would love to be on Lane Kiffin. If we can get Lane Kiffin on the show, I'll literally say anything. I'll do anything Smoke possible. We talk
1: shit like Lane Kiffin.
0: I mean, he's the GOAT. Um, Florida State covers against Duke late with some scores, uh, making it look easier than it really <laughs> was. I mean, talk about a guy, talk about a team in Duke that just every time they play, like, yeah, Florida State scored 21 in the fourth quarter to not just win but to cover the spread. Right. Um, but that Duke team is so well-prepared, man. Whoever, you know, maybe Elko stays at Duke and doesn't go anywhere, but if he's not, like, the number one guy on the on the top of the list for teams that are looking to replace a head coach, I don't know who else would be. That guy, like, this Duke team is just always prepared. They don't make a lot of mistakes. They're super tough. Like, uh, I, if I was, you know, Michigan State or I was A&M, if they fired Jimbo Fisher, Elko would be the guy I'd be going after 100%.
1: Uh, and Riley Leonard played. I mean, I thought he looked good yeah. despite him, him. I think he was 75%. He didn't oh, look yeah. himself. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely not fully healthy. No, but he went out there and gave a hell of an effort. I mean, look, it was, what, 20-17 to 17 in the fourth quarter. Duke was winning the game. So it's right. not like it was some consistent thing and Florida State pulled away. Florida State scored 21 nothing in the fourth. Now, that means right. something. Like, we can't ignore that, but sure. great game by Duke. And Riley Leonard gutsy effort he's usually going to do a little bit more with his legs extending it no one doubt carry for 13 yards but overall like you said duke that that coach that coaching staff really underrated so far
0: big time uh last game i wanted to touch on here tyler um it wasn't exactly an exciting game by any means in fact it was over the second it started was my michigan wolverines whooping up on michigan state now a lot going on here and we were texting about it <laughs> last night and this morning um I'm not sure that you could find a program in worse shape overall across the whole gambit of everything in Michigan State right now. Not only did they get their shit kicked in by Michigan 49 to nothing. And by the way... They benched McCarthy in the third quarter. Like Michigan could have scored seventy-five on them, like without even blinking. It was that bad. Um, not only did they lose their coach with the most embarrassing scandal maybe ever, where he's having phone sex uh, with with a school vendor and getting fired. Uh, tuck coming. But With someone who's there to talk about sexual conduct. Exactly, and- <laughs> exactly. And, and But you think it can't get lower, and then what went viral on Twitter right as the game, went, like second quarter of the game, I'm scrolling Twitter, oh, and I see a photo, and I, I, I honestly thought it was fake. I was like, this can't be real. And then mm-hmm. it turns out it is. So what, what Michigan State did, these brilliant Michigan State people— before the game started they were like on the jumbotron for the few people that show up to watch warm-ups you know it's like it's like more than an hour before kickoff um, they had like some they were pl- what happened is they were playing a YouTube trivia. channel there yeah but it was like a YouTube channel trivia so they didn't like select the questionnaires or whatever right but they were playing this and the trivia question ended up being where was Hitler born? And so up on the Jumbotron oh is a big picture of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> oh, my God. Which is so insane. It's so insane that they didn't have anyone yeah. to, to cut that, to get rid uh. of it. Um, they I saw a hilarious tw- uh, thing on Twitter. Again, I think it was from like a Reddit post, but it's it was hilarious. It said... Uh, Said Michigan State had more Hitlers on the scoreboard than they did points, so <laughs> that's pretty bad, man. Like things are that's things are not good in East Lansing, and they uh, can't
1: get anything right. It's like one thing after another. But the Hitler thing was was honestly, I couldn't
0: believe it. So like, bad.
1: But it's like well, you have to have some kind of idea of the temperature in the room, like what's going on with your school. You can't yeah, have yeah. like that. And even though they go, oh, it was a third party. It's like. That that no no
0: yeah no. maybe like, just like give not, it a quick yeah. scroll to see what's on the quiz first before you throw it on your jumbotron job, you know dude, like any Michigan kind State. just any kind of effort would be not would be appreciated for them but I will say this too about Michigan now I know they have they literally haven't played anybody I mean like the you look at Michigan's schedule right now their best wins. Are like Minnesota and Rutgers. That's how bad Michigan's schedule has been. But they are dominate I mean, like dominating everybody. I just looked the updated odds. Well, when you're stealing everyone's signs, it's not that hard to dominate. <laughs> okay, we're gonna save that for the Wednesday show too. Okay. I have, I have a rant. It. I'm saving. I'm saving all the signs, stealing stuff for Wednesday show. Because I it. need. I need Smitty in appearance too. Um, okay. But they uh jj mccarthy is currently the odds on favor to win the heisman now after what happened to kayla williams which is pretty incredible he's having an amazing game and last i saw at least on a couple different sports books michigan was either the favorite or tied with georgia to win the national championship now and again they mm-hmm. haven't played anybody they're gonna they're only, they're only gonna have two games really to prove it i mean maybe you can count maryland as you know that'll be that's a test for sure but um they're only gonna this have this pen- is what i
1: was this is what i was talking about two weeks will if you listen to this show you're going to be always a week or two ahead of the market <laughs> what did i say last week and you were you were surprised i said the market is going to soon have michigan ahead of georgia if not already right and it's starting yeah. to the turn of these futures markets we've we've seen the early indications it's just coming out of fruition and i'm right. telling you by the end of the year Unless Georgia turns it on, hits a key, really has a big signature win or two, Michigan may end up the season, may finish the season two points better than Ohio, or better than Georgia, especially with a yeah. win against Ohio State. You' I, I do mean, remember that conversation. The the year, well, with the win against Ohio State, State, yes.
0: But if like Georgia blows out Alabama in the SEC championship game, well, it's all I contingent on that think, stuff. Right, exactly, right. exactly. There's still stuff. It's still TBD, right. as they say. Right, TBD. But,
1: TBD, but, but here's if, oh, if if we if we go as we've seen it now, and we progress the end of the year as we've seen, Michigan finishes the season on a neutral two and a half against against. They're Central.
0: already. I was looking on Fanduel. They're currently five and a half point home favorites against Ohio State on wow. the, on the look ahead thing, and so and they're going to be I think about that same amount of favorite on the road at Penn State. Now um, again, we're going to find out how legit Michigan's offense and defense is in those games when they actually have a test. I do think that from what I've seen, yeah, they're they're playing nobodies. But like J.J. McCarthy is a fucking freak of nature. In fact, I'll I'll go as far to say I think there's a legit chance that he ends up the number one draft pick over Caleb Williams. I know that sounds insane, but like he doesn't have nearly as much of the ability to make crazy sidearm Patrick Mahomes style throws that Caleb Williams does. But like he does not miss. He's his pocket presence is amazing. His technique is perfect. Like like Caleb Williams comes under fire sometimes even though he can make crazy throws. Like his feet aren't lined up. He's not doing everything perfect, right? JJ is doing all that. And uh and so like like what's crazy is every mission game I watch, every time they get in third and long, like they just convert it. They just have a passing play and McCarthy finds somebody and hits him on the numbers. It's and again, it's been against nobody so far. It's why I haven't talked a lot about it. But I'm starting to finally get to the point, Tower, where I'm thinking, I actually think that Michigan might win the national championship, which well, is so no, fucking insane. Look, they're good. They're one of the best teams. I thought so all year. We're going
1: to see how they do at the end. They should be there. Just like last year, right. they should be there. Now, again, we can kind of wrap things up on this. And I'll, I'll, I'll Let me load your gun for Wednesday and we can get out of here. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's brother. easy to convert third and 18s, convert <laughs> consistently when you know exactly what uh-huh. the defense is going to be
0: running. Yeah, yeah, when yeah.
1: you're essentially yeah,
0: yeah, in the yeah.
1: headset of the other team, uh-huh. how hard is it to convert these things? Uh-huh. So I don't doubt it. Look, he's got a good team already. Like I the know Astros what you're doing. when they were stealing signs, Like the it's Patriots when they were doing this. I know like, what you're you doing. Ha- You have good teams already. You don't need to do this. Even but you do believe this shit. it make believe them shit. better? not this shit. We'll see you on Wednesday, folks. We'll see you Wednesday Wednesday night, folks.